Come on kids, now gather round Grab a log and sit right down What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground It's the campfire shit show And now, your camp counselors Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo no ads, no ads, not into the middle, no ads, no ads, <laughs> now it's just us. Don't fast forward. No, we're, because we're, we're not doing ads right now. We're not going right to do ads right now. Not into the middle Let, of the just, show. Let's just, just flex our, yeah. uh, our full ability to just be here and now with our people, mm. ah, where we've always wanted to be. Presence is where we live. No, you just always want people to buy you presents. Is what presents is yes. what I need. Sea uh, salt. That's my best present. Himalayan pink sea yep. salt. No, uh, uh, wait, I guess it's are not. Are you kidding? Gray Celtic sea salt. Yeah, it's not Himalayan sea salt. I, that doesn't. That's true. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, but someone's probably somebody's, somebody's probably going to make it. Uh, so if you'd like Himalayan <laughs> sea salts, uh, code campfire for no. Just oh, kidding. I should get us a salt. Add. Yeah, but you you know what you put on your stuff is uh, bath salts. Jeez. I eat that shit. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, how are you? Wow. We've got yeah, we a won't... lot to yeah, talk about. Yeah, yeah, And we're not just saying that. Um, I wanted to tell you uh, about something that's coming up, a, a little tease. Yes. Because I don't know what it's going to turn into. I really don't. But I, you know how my job is I go out and I do live art mm-hmm. at corporate events. A lot of times we are, you know, people are uh, going to these special little like they'll, they'll rent out a restaurant or they'll go to this like mansion or they'll go to this other space like, uh, you know, whatever it is mm-hmm. they rent it out. And then they for a night they turn it into like their their party for their corporate, you know, yeah. friends and employees. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A so, night with them like McGullen group or something. Right. Or, yeah. Many times I, I have to drive out to Palm Springs, which from San Diego is around two and a half hours. Right. And so it's a whole day, you know, because you got to not just get there right on time, but get there early and make sure you don't run into traffic. I like like, the drive, though. There's something exciting to me. There's I like the drive there. The drive back on like a Friday. It could be four hours sitting in traffic and really tough. But the drive there with like the windmills and everything, there's something exciting about it. Yeah. Um, So I recently got hired to go out to Palm Springs and do this event. What I'll be doing is painting a live like a a painting in front of people so like like a three foot by four foot painting i start from nothing and i by the time it's done full painting of whatever it is they want and so i get this call saying like we've got this event can you do it are you available yes okay it's on a private residence in palm springs so uh we'll send over all the details you can't park there you have to be shuttled in from another space i'm like god what is this place right and so as I get into it and they send me this, like the paperwork of like what it's going to be, I realize the address and I'm like, wait, what? And it says, uh, the estate of DiCaprio. And I was what? like, or something like that. It was like some kind of like the, the grounds of, you know, I'm like, wait. So I, I contacted my, uh, my person, my liaison, uh-huh. uh, and they're like, yeah, this is at Leonardo DiCaprio's house. And you're going to be there and it's, there are all these, you know, things you have to sign to say, like, you're not going to take photos there or not going to do this kind of stuff. And then I see the list of other entertainment that's going to be there. And there's going to be of of all things, like a flare bartender, which I like hate, Uh you know, it's like the guy like flying, like throwing the bottles and pouring your drink. And it's like, just make the drink. Yeah. Like 
I get it. You know, if it was 1985 on the beach in Thailand, right? I'm totally like, wow, how fun is that? But but after everybody that does flair bartending now is like, it's so douchey. It's like they're all wearing their suspenders or their vest and a little tie, yeah. and they're like, whoop whoop whoop, and then all these flipping and floppings for like a half an ounce of alcohol in the glass. You're like, okay. Don't you think a little spin is cool? Like I love when people will just do like a t- one flip. I think I, like I that. think. If you can do your job and do it creatively, uh, I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. But when they're it, when it's more about the show and less about like actually doing the thing, yes, it's like, have you seen those videos on on on, on Instagram or on social media where it's like somebody's got like a, a like an ice cream cone and it's like usually it's like at a little ice cream vendor and they're like go to put the ice cream on the cone and then they hand it out to the person and it's on a stick or something and the person goes to grab the ice cream and they flip it upside down and the ice cream's gone it's like this whole magic trick to like but it goes on too long yeah 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 it's just like just give me, give me my cone. fucking ice yeah. cream like it's okay if you did this one little cute thing mm-hmm. ha you're a magician or but it's like i don't Fuck you. I'm paying you for this ice cream. Just give me the fucking ice give cream. Give me it now. I feel like I'm just getting a to simple that point twirl. in my life a little bit more. Yeah. Anyway. Um, you know what was good? Really quick. Yeah. I'm going to reference a movie you would never believe. What? I just saw the movie Tombstone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because okay. my trade, Jack said that he would move to Los Angeles if I would watch the movie Tombstone. That was our <laughs> compromise. So, because so, both of our things have been going on for years. Yeah. And then I was so scared because I'm like, I don't want to fucking watch this movie. And then I did. And, and I ended up really liking yeah, it. I really, did. really, really liked it. Val Kilmer's amazing in that. I hope you guys talk about it one day on MMCFC. We'll, we'll, we'll talk see. about okay, that, we'll talk that, about that later. But, um, the, they were doing the quick draw with the, or, you uh-huh. know, their guns and everything. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I picture. Flair, a good flair bartender yeah. is just like, uh, you know when to end. It's very quick, and you showcase your talent. And it's okay. You don't have to show off. You can just yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyway, that all was right. the movie Tombstone. Wow. You guys wow. don't mind me as wow. I go through all AMC's best films. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Oh. Leonardo my DiCaprio. It's AFI, not AMC. Uh, it's uh, okay. Whoops. Um. So AMC doesn't have a channel. Okay. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> so. I'm going to be at like DiCaprio's house and there's going to be a flair bartender. But then as I went down the list of like <laughs> talent, there was no kidding. And I'm like wondering who the hell this company is, because first off, that can't be cheap to rent out DiCaprio's house. Right. Yeah. Can't be cheap. But then they're having a flair bartender. So that's already like, OK, what kind of party is this? Then they're having a DiCaprio lookalike. No, and I was it's like, his own house? That's creepy. It's like, what are you? Gonna, what is it? Like, welcome to my house. You know, this yeah. guy's gonna be like, welcome <laughs> to my house, and act like he lives there. That what is you, the next level of rich and famous when you. So people are renting out your house that you're not even in, and yeah. there's a lookalike that's coming to yeah. even just impersonate you. That's Wouldn't that be creepy if, if DiCaprio found out yeah. that the party that they're having is themed towards DiCaprio? It's like, <laughs> okay, stalkers, get out of my fucking house. Although he's probably going like, no, I'll take your $300,000 or yeah. wh- however much it is to, to rent out the house for a night. I mean, I... Uh, well, I mean, you'll have to tell us because you don't even know how it's like furnished yet or that's no, not I his belongings been. in I'm there. I'm telling probably, you this right? because this yeah. might be a story at the end of <gasps> okay, it okay. or it might not be at all. Okay. You, you just don't, don't know. An NDA. I know. I hope not. I, that's what I'm telling you now. And does he even live? I can't picture Leo. Hey, I mean, I just call him Leo. Yeah, but but like, he's probably got houses all over the fucking world. And he just goes like, oh, I'm going to go stay in my Palm Springs house for a week and then rent it out. Could the rest you imagine? Yeah. I mean, that'd be great. Um, yeah. But so I look up the DiCaprio lookalike. And he looks strikingly like DiCaprio. And then it got me thinking, like, is his whole life, is his whole life 
just being mistaken for and also, uh, I guess, sort of like fashion to be DiCaprio's life. Yeah. Like, like I thought about the idea, like if you if you really look like somebody and I remember I remember meeting a guy. This is way back when I first moved to San Diego, where the band Blink-182 is from. Mm -hmm. Right. And there was a guy that was a friend of my friend here in San Diego who looked just like Tom DeLonge from Blink-182, which is the drummer, I think, or the bassist. I don't know. I don't know music like that. Um, Me neither. But we went to Six Flags. OK, we went to Six Flags with this guy couple of his friends and him he was a nice guy but he looked so much like tom DeLong, and he tried to yeah that no matter where we went girls were running up were taking photos with him and he was like can we take a photo with you and nobody ever said are you tom DeLong?" they never said that they said oh my god it's tom DeLong for Blair too and he's like and then they run up and he'd be like hey how's it going you know oh my god and he'd wear sunglasses so because his eyes didn't look exactly like that and he'd but he'd wear the hat and he he got tattoos on his arms so he kind of it's like is this dicaprio guy like is he going out and going like well leonardo would wear like he would wear these shirts yeah he was very almost i saw like him dad in this fashion like, and then leo kind of like in his off season when he's not working, he like puts on a little bit of yeah, weight. Yeah, oh yeah. And I, I love that about him. Yeah, me too. Because he's like this heartthrob. He's like, ah, he's probably drinking like, you know, two bottles of gin every yes, night or something. Yes, he has the life. And, and, and I'm just like, but does this guy then put on weight? Does this guy, probably. is this guy like, is he constantly obsessed with DiCaprio? Like, what's he doing? What's he look like? Do I have to act like him? Do I have to take photos like him? Do I have to do my hair this way? He can never shave his head unless... DiCaprio does, you know, or is he just like a banker, and then on Saturdays for extra money, he, I mean, parts his hair a certain that's way. So wild. We have to ask him. I, I want to ask him. I do want to ask him. You need to get some. some... I just thought, like, I think that would probably create some trauma. Oh, yeah, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. I know my friend Clarion, who's been on the podcast. He uh, told me, like, well, this is way back when someone had asked him to be a Bruno Mars lookalike, and he didn't end up doing it. But it's like. And then I thought, like, well, what does a Bruno Mars look? Because he, he better have a good voice. Yeah. Because if he doesn't have a good voice, then, like, are you Bruno Mars? Do you just look like him? Do you just walk in and go, hey, I'm Bruno Mars? Yeah. This is like that when everyone does an impression of someone and they just go, here's my impression of Tom Hanks. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tom Hanks. You know, or something like that. You're like, okay, that's not really an impression. Yeah. I, I've seen, there's one on TikTok that the girl really, really looks like Ariana Grande. Uh. And I think, but it's to the point where... Ariana has even commented on it and just kind of being like, yikes, you know, like, like almost, I think she goes out in public dressed like her, even when she's not getting paid or appearances. Right. And it's just, that is weird because it's like, where does it end where you're having right. your own identity and your like, own? Like, uh, like this guy's probably like cleaning up with women. Oh yeah. Cause they think if, if he's in, interested in women, yeah. he's probably cleaning up because he does look like this. And people are almost like want to have it just by association of, mm -hmm. right? I feel that way about even tribute bands to a certain extent where it's like when they sell out mm -hmm. amphitheaters or they sell out yeah. uh, venues a lot that I'm like, you guys know this isn't really like Eddie Van Halen, right? Like, yeah. But women will act like they do. Or I, I know a U2 cover band and they the women, you, you would think by the way people act that it's like Bono, the lead singer, but it's like... Just what I have from... to tell you, one of my very, my absolute favorite creative uh, outputs that I see in the world 
is names of cover bands. <laughs> when I see what people name their cover oh, bands, yeah. it's always clever. <laughs> it's always like kind of like tongue in cheek. Like it references something. Like it would be Sans Halen or something oh, yeah, like that. Wag Halen are my friends. Yeah, yeah, Wag Halen? Yep. <laughs> One of the members. We'll just, we'll just leave it at it that. Would be like, instead members, of Van, yeah. it's like Hatchback Halen. <laughs> Um, yeah, but it's always that. I like that, and I like uh, I like the idea of the person who has to title uh, porno, who has to like actually like mm-hmm. back when they were movies, full movies. It's like, you know, is this is, are they just pulling words out of a bowl? I'm like, yeah. yep, okay. DiCaprio's squirting nuns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> DiCaprio. Well, you need to take a video or take no, something. I can't. Take a couch. I, I'm sure, I can't take video or photo. That's probably a non-negotiable. I, I, I'm so interested because if it is his house and that just has to be a rental property because there's no way Leo's Leonardo's keeping like his fr- refrigerator stocked yeah. or like I I would think I think if you're I think if you're Leo though you have houses all over the world and you have that yachts you know he's got yachts yeah. and he travels and he probably just has places you know because he doesn't he can't stay in a hotel really in some of these places because you can't even get through the fucking lobby without getting mobbed then you're stuck in a hotel room I don't know. He's got the money. Whatever. I know. Well, you have to report back. Get a photo with him. I... <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot for your work. Oh, my gosh. Right? I know. I just... What an interesting thing. I, I wonder how much... I mean, do you know ballpark how much this man's making? I have no idea. Probably more no. than like three or four grand. Um, You know, I don't know. Yeah, I, you would think so, but I don't know what, what a going rate for a, a performance. You know what? We could easily easily look this up i know because we could just give him a call hey we're looking for a dicaprio oh, yeah. lookalike what's your going rate you know kind of thing okay I mean, well, you'd have we'll to talk like out. that though i'm too lazy to do that right yeah, now yeah i'm but not yeah. doing that right now um uh, yeah. oh, and i was just gonna say some of my friends get paid uh i need to like break into this somehow but they'll be they'll get i don't know if at, at your events they'll yes. be paid comics yes to just go and like not really tell your start conversation yes yes and especially like my my beautiful friends they'll get paid to do this for like a party in the Hollywood Hills. That's always the deal. And it's like in these really expensive, like, like, you know, high earning parties, they want it. I mean, it, it's kind of gross. It feels mm-hmm. gross to me, but whatever. Everyone, people are making money. You know, these girls are making money. Guys are making money. And it's like, uh, they'll hire people to come and just walk around, just make conversation and make the party look like there are a bunch of hot people in it. Yeah. That way these executives come out. Wow. Look at this. I'm in a upscale party with all these super, these are Victoria's secret models yes. or whatever it is. Right. It's a weird world. Yeah. And they get paid well. They definitely do. Yeah. I was like, home just like shaving one of my legs the other night one of my eight legs just one of your and, legs yeah, like a sea urchin and one of my beautiful friends messaged me and she's like i'm making four grand to like basically do drugs and i've i've cut my hand like opening a bottle for like someone's husky dog and i'm like oh my god oh. i know i'm like that is it is a crazy world but but it, and she doesn't even really have to say her set she just has to yeah like go around to people and mm-hmm. just warm up the room you know who i think would be good at that our old host of tonight in san diego this guy jeff craft oh, we, oh we've yeah. had jeff on the show before yeah. my friend jeff who like hosts a lot of cheer competitions and yeah. he's definitely more of like the host mc but i feel like he's good at a party to kind of walk I, around I, and I be think like we should i think we should put together like a sheet of our talents and we should try to get that job let's I, do that we'd like be fun at it you and i could go and we'll just have like we'll act like an You'd old married an it. old married couple <laughs> but then we'll just be really funny and yes. get people talking about interesting things i, I feel like i would if you're around 
I would do that. You would no. I'd look over and you'd be like I'd clearing be off the plate of pigs in a blanket. <laughs> yeah, I'd be in the putting corner, putting them in your purse. <laughs> you're so 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 friendly, and I think I'm like friendly to one on or like in small batches. But you're like in the middle of the dance floor, new friends with everyone, kind of friendly. And I'm just like I'll talk to someone's aunt for an hour type of friendly. I'm just always, but you're like life I'm, of the no, party. No, I'm just always trying to get people to do the craziest thing they've done. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like How I much? when the party's just okay. It's just like people are there and everyone's great. Nobody's disappointed but in, in any means. But like I want to go and I want to get that guy to do the weirdest thing that he's ever done in his life and let me get it on video or photo. And then after the the party, just be like, I got that guy to do that thing. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoy that kind of shit. My, uh, our friend Juliana just sent me a video of me and you at her wedding. And I don't even know where this happened, but like there was a rope that was tied like a noose. <laughs> and like everyone is dancing normal. And there's a video of you and me like, <laughs> like, 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 like pretending to hang one another. <laughs> and like not even doing it for attention or anything. I, I and love Juliana I, is like, what is going on? <laughs> I love that kind of shit. Yeah, I do too. I mean, just, just, I have a video at that charge? same party. Five dollars an hour. Third, no, I'm underselling myself. Um, <sighs> no. Okay, we, we'll talk about more than rate. DiCaprio's. We'll go with your rate since I make less than you. Oh, Seventy Jesus cents to the dollar. Christ. Jesus. Well, I'm going to Palm Springs soon with some ladies. Tell me. Um, this is like my ideal hey, version of doing comedy. This is like, forget the fucking like laugh factor. Who? I mean, oh, I was gonna say who cares about that? Yeah. Oopsies. Sorry. Yeah. Oopsies. I don't know why you gotta hate on one no, no, just no. because you like the other. And I'm just saying that this. I know that is weird, but like, um, <laughs> this is the type of shows and comedy that i would like to continue doing mm -hmm. hashtag blessed <laughs> but um uh i'm doing some i'm doing a show at the a hotel in the palm springs nice it's a comedy show but it's like my dream day because uh our former guest don brody is her, gonna be there her, her family a few of my own my friends are going to yeah. and we're going to hang out at the pool all day and wow. then do like comedy at night i'm like a whole like Palm Springs day for five minutes. I think I'd have a hard time hanging out at the pool all day without having like a cocktail and like people getting get really sunburned and yeah. like getting drunk and stuff. And then been like, oh yeah, we still have a, a job to do. I have been forewarned because uh, with I, the alcohol part would not be that much of a issue for me. But I've I feel lucky that I've heard horror stories from other comics and like people that have lost their shit basically of yeah. having days like that and then yeah. they, they go up and like really just lose it all together yeah. so i'm i'm definitely cognizant of that <laughs> <laughs> i lost my damn mind okay so hire us for the party uh, yes what do we call ourselves like party um, party poopers okay party poopers. Uh, can we just be the party poopers yeah but then we do the opposite do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Except I'm worried because I feel like every party that you and I have ha tried to have something goes awry. It's usually like your fault or the person you brought's fault. Yeah. It's never my fault, I don't think. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Should we Should we now? Don't skip, you guys. Just listen really quick because we're going to do some ads. We're going to do a quick ad and and believe me, you want to stick to Two quick this. ads. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> believe me, this <laughs> content's really going to get you. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Our first ad is for Organifi. Hey, Organifi. Thanks for being here. Mm -hmm. We love you so much. I like taking the green juice on the go. Mm. I am finally unpacked and the first thing I got up on the kitchen counter was mm -hmm. my Organifi goodies. Nice. Makes me really happy. At night, I have the gold. Oh. Uh, I make it like a little, a little tea latte. Make a little hot gold. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It tastes so good. Actually, that's my favorite tasting product. And overall, I feel like it has helped me with my mood and my stress levels because I feel like I've been having a lot of stress, but I've been 
feeling. Yeah, you've been, you've been in intensified uh, moments here. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's I have. good that you, you're not feeling it. I've been even keeled. Thanks that's to great. my friends at Organifi. You can go to Organifi.com slash campfire and make sure you go to that link directly because then that's the link that we get credit for. And then the second one is Better Call Daddy with our friend Rita Friedman Watts. Super fun. She interviews different all types of people from different walks of life and then her dad weighs in on it afterwards very yeah. funny and um yeah i really like the episode she just had her old pal jerry springer on yeah she used to work she was on the jerry producer springer of yeah. the jerry springer show yep uh yeah so she's she's amazing and her show's great so check that out cool yeah yeah all right so i'm a little surprised that you watched a movie i have to be honest I'm constantly trying to get you to watch certain films that I'm like, this would be great for you. And I wanted to mention to you that we have a really exciting episode Mm -hmm. of Movie Cinema Film Club Mm -hmm. coming up this week. If you get a chance, get over there. It's our annual Grouchies event. (laughs) You know, there's the Oscars and we're the Grouchies. And so uh, we have a lot of categories that we, the three of us, each go through. Uh, And it's you and Brittany and Ian. Yep. One of them is your romantically involved my romantic with, try to guess my, which one yeah my, <laughs> <laughs> Ian. yeah no. um yeah so it's Brittany and ian and we have put together each year we kind of change it we take all the movies we watch from that year mm-hmm. we already know their ratings and their ranks and all that stuff and what each of us gave to them and then we go through and we create all these categories for the grouchies and then we each pick winners for that so it's not like the oscars in the sense of like Best picture, best director. We have a couple of those, but we get them out of the way right out of the gate. Like, here's that shit, right? I wanted to sort of tell you just a couple. Please of, do. Just a couple of them because I'm not going to give them away. Um, but. So, okay. While yes. you look, I just want to say I truly am a super fan of this show. I really am. And as a non-movie person, mm-hmm. and if I wasn't friends with you three, I'm really, really, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Like I listen to every episode, even, and I never watch the movies, never plan to watch the movies, but I love everyone's take on it. And I feel like you guys are also intelligent and the references that you have for each movie is really good. And I like that no one feels the same way. And there was right. a show or there was a movie that you reviewed recently and uh, I mean, we won't get too deep in the weeds with it, but like you kind of felt like maybe it was pandering to black people. And then Brittany's like, well, as the resident person that's black here, like I don't feel that way. And like yeah. you guys navigate because I think that could be really personal how someone feels about a movie. Sure. And it's almost like you let you guys are good at letting your opinions um, or letting people have different opinions without getting too emotionally right. intact with it. We, that's not we easy do, to do agree on some things, but a lot of times it's like. It really does matter a lot of times when you watch film, like what mood you're in. And mm-hmm. so if you come into it with like, yes. I'm not really in the mood for this, then that can truly alter it and and change. Like there have been movies I picked. I was like, well, this is, this is going to be a win for everybody's going to love this film, I bet. And then it's like, nope, they all hated it. So and I love the review of The Alpinist. The Alpinist? Yep. Uh, well, we have a really great. Uh, so one of the categories you bring that up because I'm going to give you I'm going to give you one. OK. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have best fake sequel. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's a sequel that we've created out of the movies that we've watched. And then we have to come up with a summary of what that film would be. Oh, okay. So, so mine was the Alpin- Alpinist 2, all thought out with nowhere to go. And it's like <laughs> a movie. It, I mean, it's kind of a ridiculous like description. But anyway, we've got things like worst performance, the biggest surprise, critically ashamed, uh. worst title, 
most misunderstood, uh, biggest hard on. So it's like these fun categories and we kind of go through and uh, discuss what we each pick in those categories. Okay. Plus, we throw in some really fun moments like we do our own commercial for a product that would have been sold from one of these films. Oh, we do wire hangers. From yeah, mommy, yeah, yeah. It'd be like, Mommy Dearest, you know, quality wire hangers. See, I've you never know. even seen the movie, but now yeah. I can yeah. reference. Uh... It's funny. When I started the podcast, uh, for me, I would never watch or listen to a, a movie podcast if I hadn't seen the movie, right? Mm-hmm. But we're getting so many people writing and saying like i didn't even wa- i haven't even watched this movie yet but after listening to your episode i want to go see it and yeah. i was like that's so weird i never would have i i would never do that honestly it would the, the way you guys talk makes me want to see certain movies there was one about like teenage uh teenagers in france like french teenagers that i was like i, I yeah, think jules I, they, and jim yeah yeah normally i would never even that movie would never come across my right. world but the way you talk about it makes me want to go see it and yeah. th- see which of you I would agree with. Yeah, I really love awesome. it. I that's text awesome. Brittany during every ep- like every episode. I feel like because some of those people will be like, I feel so stupid writing to, to us, like to me. Yeah. You know, like I have friends that will text almost in real time about the episodes as it goes along. And then they're like, sorry, this is annoying. I'm like, no, that's the best feeling ever. Like, I love hearing it. And then I feel like now I'm texting someone else about it. So. Uh, my business partner, Stephen, my friend, Stephen, uh, he is listening and he's like he we were in a meeting the other day with uh the head of lexus right and he's like oh you gotta listen to this guy's podcast it's my favorite <laughs> podcast right now i'm watching i'm excited i listen to it and then i go watch the movie and i don't listen to another episode till i watch the movie i'm doing it the same day and i'm like holy moly it's so exciting to see that happening so, yeah except uh, i'm mad that i know whiplash was one that you guys did that you're never in the previous days but i yeah. would love to hear everyone's take on that i know you, it goes into that you loved it but i'm I it's could, close to it's close to a perfect film in my mind i want to hear why I think, please sneak I th- that in sometime have you watched the film yeah okay yeah because i love you know i i used to be like a drummer and i love drums mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff yeah. and but i can like judging from how you guys talk i can see at least one of you really not liking the movie mm. or being really critical about it but yeah what I think that director does great. I'm sorry, we're not going to get into oh, the, yeah, this yeah. movie. So, no, but, but, like, the, what if now this just becomes a fan podcast for the end? What I think uh, Damien does great as a director is he knows how to focus on what it takes to be uh, obsessed or good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at anything. He did La La Land as well. And that movie, again, is all about like two people sort of like on their own paths and when they just happen to be like crossing each other and being in that time of their life. Oh, yeah. What it takes to be good at something might be unrealistic or un- unbelievable for your life, you know? Who's I, the teacher again? Who's uh, J.K. Simmons, who's I fucking love. unbelievable yeah, yeah, yeah. in it. He made and he, that he rattles me. me to my bones watching that performance. I'm, like, scared of him. Yeah. Because, but I do feel like we've t- had this conversation before, but, like, Steve Jobs, right? A genius. Marketing genius. Like, uh, just uh, no one can deny that he was so good at what he did. But... What did he have to do to get there? Was he a good husband? Probably not. Was he a good father? He already admittedly like had written letters to his kids like, I'm sorry I was a shit father. It's yeah. like I think what it takes is this obsession, right? Oh yeah. Obsession Elon Musk, to, Bill to be, Gates, like to yeah. be good at anything. Mm-hmm. It, it almost takes a tyrant a little bit of like Tiger your, Woods, like yeah. yeah. You've got to be like so possessed, Michael Jordan. Yeah. And it's like that's I'm really interested in that thing mm-hmm. because in my world of art, especially it's like to be good, you know, everyone's like obsessed with like, do, you know, drawing every day or being better. It's like, what is it going to take? What do you have to lose, you know, to get what you want? 
Yeah. There is a, a push and pull. Anyway, that's that movie. <laughs> Go check out this week's episode of MCFC. I'm really enjoying it. And the special, sh- I love everyone so much. I don't have favorites. I love all you guys. But, but, Ian is like the the uh, I wasn't expect I, I always think he's funny and cool but like I wasn't expecting I love or I love hearing a new part of him it's not like I wasn't expecting it you're but, used to hearing me and Brett yeah like you know, I know you, you guys know really really well yeah. but um, Ian is so like thoughtful and I lo- uh, the three of you all your personalities play so well together and I feel like it's a yeah, good mix. I think most sweet. of the Everyone's time, so I, I, maybe we all feel this way, but I feel like most of the time I'm on the outside of the collective thought. Like <laughs> there's, there's Brit and Ian sort of like, they're on the same page and kind I'm of. over here going like, I love the searchers. And they're like, you're a horrible person. And I'm like, <laughs> let's fight. You know, but you, you always are. It's that Virgo, that Virgo shit is that you always um, are like, is this a good film or is the subject just good? Or, you know, and then that's how I can tell you care about something is when you like pull the threads apart. And I realize, like, like, I mean, I'm, I'm working through some stuff in my own life, you know, just like trying to be better, trying uh-huh, to understand uh-huh. myself on every level. And I would say that, like, if I look around and in the projects I'm doing, the people I'm working with, the thing that I'm always doing in every one of those projects, the reason that people even want me around is because I analyze things. I analyze them to a degree that's like, yes. and not in a negative way, but I'm like, why does this work and why does it not? Not yeah. just like most people say, like, when something doesn't go right, it's like, well, why didn't it work? Right. So few people go, this worked. Why did it work? Yeah. And they just go like, it worked. And then they go on. They may misunderstand why it worked and then be doing it completely different. You know, like if you go to a, a stand at a farmer's market one day and there's a line down the thing, right? People go, wow, that must be really popular. But then maybe the machine just broke and they're all waiting for their yeah, order and it makes true. it look yeah, like they're, yeah. they're doing great. But like it isn't. <laughs> it's like you have to analyze why it's good and why it's bad and, and the reasons behind those things. And I, I, I really do do that with film. Yeah. I'm like, if it isn't good, then why isn't it good? Well, let me ask that question. Or or people say it's good, but like what part of it do we think is really good? And right, yeah. right, right. Huh. Anyway, well, MCFC, go check it out. Movie Cinema Phone Club. I'm sorry, we did speak a lot on that subject. No, Do you have please. anything anything for us today, Meryl? I mean, just bring some content for once. <laughs> yeah, I have a little thing. I am, as we talked about last week, I was moving up to... Burbank, the land of uh, yes. banks and burrs. The, the the town you've you've been speaking of for so many years that you wanted to live in, <laughs> not Glendale, <laughs> not Pasadena, but Burbank. Next to it, and I just want to say I want to use this little spot. Uh-huh. Maybe I'll go on next up next week. Who knows? <laughs> I wanted to use this little spot to say, uh, actually, this ties in exactly what you were saying is to like. I think sometimes with me, I get really fixated on one idea of how it should be. And then if I just loosen up and like tight or, you know, lessen my my focus on things. Right. Then what's actually the best for me is like something else. And that's and it's and it's always like adjacent to what I want. You know, it's hard to explain. But like, yeah, it's always you were so fixated on Glendale. Yeah. You were like, there could be no other answer. Yes. And then you were realizing now there could be another answer? Yes, and I never I never thought about Burbank. <laughs> that should be a t-shirt. <laughs> like I never thought about We have dear friends, Brian and LaShonda, yeah. that live there. Love I, them I, so I've much. always and, loved Burbank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yep. like Pasadena, too. Mm-hmm. Glendale felt like, you know, kind of like the next Silver Lake. It feels like it's on the cusp it of being like, like a yes. little millennial-based. And it was like, There's a lot of like poke and stores and like yeah, latte and, places uh, opening we up. We went and, into that one coffee shop, and there was a croissant for like $12. And I was like... I don't think I need that. Yeah. And then 
and yeah, like I, we, I have some friends that live there, and so I've got to see a little bit of it. And like I've, we've been to downtown Burbank be, just to go to the malls and mm-hmm. uh, Flappers, a comedy store or comedy club there, and you know just a little bit. But I never really thought of it as a residential area for me, possibly. Yeah, and I have to say, we, like. I really, really enjoy living there, and Jack feels the same way. And we were like, he really likes it, and he's and he's been taking to it even better than I thought. And I wow. think the little creature of habit part of him now has a taco st- store like two blocks away that he goes to like every day, and he really yeah. likes that. I think he just needed like a few things that can kind of like make him he, feel he's safe. He's a creature then, of habit yeah, for sure, and he just needs, he needs that yeah. safety blanket. Yes, a yes, bit. yes, exactly. So he's like fixated on the tacos now, and then he gets that's his taco place, and then you know it's up to me to kind of be like, what about this taco place or this taco place? And so, yeah. but but. We were on a walk because um, we walk right by the equestrian ranch. And, and I just like to me to be able to walk around horses and to have I can walk to Griffith Park like on one way. And then I can oh. also walk to. How far is that walk? I mean, it's it's like probably 40 minutes or so. Oh, I was going to say that's a that's a hell of a walk up that yeah. hill. Or I could walk to Glendale or I could walk to downtown Burbank. But to be able to like have so many choices to walk and then. I think what we're saying here it has nothing to do with Burbank. Okay. Yes, you can walk to these places. Yes, you're so excited about the, the taco shop, whatever. But isn't this really about like you're so you can get so fixated so on, much. on an idea that if it's anything but that, you're like, ooh, gross, get it away. Yes. And and look at how much is lost in that. Yeah. You don't get the experience that you could have by saying like it's not going the way I want to, but I'll make the best of it. And in this moment, you're like, okay, fine, I'll do it. And now you're realizing how awesome it could 100%. be. hundred percent. Yeah. You should change your ways. <laughs> change I have, your ways. I, I, there's too many ways for me to change. <laughs> that even happened with like, you know, just even like the way I left belly up, I kind of like a weird relationship. I, even though it was like my choice to leave and everyone was so nice. I had to like, I like unfollowed them for a year on Instagram <laughs> yeah. and it was no one, yeah. everyone was so nice to me, but I felt like I just have such weird emotions that I had to like undo it. But then yeah. I realized then after a while I came back and I'm like, these people in this place has been nothing but helpful and has really given me like everything that I right. they, they were the reason I was like met you was on sure. the radio met Jack met everything good in my life and sure. so so it like uh yeah I think I I'm just really weird I <laughs> think <flawed>. sometimes <laughs> yeah. you know y- you know you don't realize what you had until you you give it up right yeah I think that that's true mm-hmm. a lot of times and that can be youth like you don't realize how important your youth was yeah. until you're an older person and you start to get the creaks and the cracks going on. Mm-hmm. And then you go like, oh, man, I had I had so much, you know, vitality, like mm-hmm. so much like vibrance at that time or another V word. You know, I had <laughs> I had so much at that thing, mm-hmm. you know, and Vivian, Vivica, Fox, <laughs> Vivica A. Fox. Yeah, I love her. Um, yeah. yeah, but like it's awesome that you very quickly realized because you could have I think you could have moved to Burbank and been like made a stink of like, I hate oh, it. Oh, God, I never it's gross. Know. It's never like, going to be Glendale. And now oh, you're like, God, if, if you I, know? I would have to be truly like clinically like please admit me to a hospital if like all i wanted for eight years and then just because of like four miles i wasn't happy uh you heard it here first she's asking (laughs) to be admitted to a hospital finally finally this is no i have what i have before when i'm too smart for like the psychiatrist people i just end up being like uh it's too much epinephrine you freak like i i'm like are you gonna ask me about like my caffeine intake or anything like it's so annoying uh well i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad you're having and then we were on a walk and then and then jack like jokingly was like this is wonderful like why haven't we done this sooner <laughs> I thought I was like, going to throw myself into traffic but but yeah it's it's really cool and that is my lesson for however you think 
things should be just let it go and what who is this but person? also push on with what you want to do okay oh, yeah, all yeah. right <laughs> but focused. also never give up get what <laughs> yeah. you want always follow, <laughs> follow your intuition <laughs> yes um well that's awesome that's really good to hear mm-hmm. um who would have thought who would have thought i don't know just a little bit of a wiggle room would have Giving you so much joy. Yep. But everything's going wonderful. Who knows? Maybe next week there'll be something <laughs> different. Well, until that until time. Until that time. Until that time. And I'll just tell you, listener, there's going to be <laughs> something big. Uh, let's get out of here. Okay. Bye to all the Leonardo DiCaprio lookalikes. <laughs> okay, good. Perfect. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question, or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. Sleep tight.